Springfield's Talk 1041. Hello and a good morning, everyone. We're talking about Friday, which of course means it is the Friday Road Show. Sponsored by Affordable Towing out here at none other than Scramblers, Republic Road, and National. I am Nick Reed. A couple of uh, things, notations for the day. Of course, I mentioned that we are out here. But for those of you that are into deals, into winning, into food, first thing to mention, coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, KSGF.com, another local for less Ozarks, uh, half-price deal, $25 gift cards to Cabos Bonitos Grill and Cantina for twelve fifty. So half price for twelve fifty, you get a twenty five dollar gift card, and that will again launch at ten a.m. ksgf.com. Also, if you do have the app and your notifications uh, turned on, you will you'll get a reminder of that later this morning, and then uh, sometime this afternoon you will get a reminder about a, a KSGF deal for the area Godfather Pizza stores, Republic Nixa Ozark. And Springfield, and uh, that's you know just a, a deal that is uh, the only place that you'll see it or that it's mentioned is through the KSGF app. And when you call them, and they do delivery for much of the area as well. So if you want to have delivery, they can do that. <clears throat> you, if you mention the specific deal, then you can get it. And the um, we launched this a couple of weeks ago, and we've they they have kept a consistent deal. But I'm being told that there are going to be rotation of deals. So um, next week there will be a different deal. So keep that in mind as you get those notifications. Um, Tom Arts will be joining us this morning. One of the things I want to update you on is this evolving story with Liberty Safes and. There have been more than one persons out there who have either flat out said, well, Liberty's going to get Bud Lighted, to a more, a less certain approach. And I've noted that that is a possibility. A lot of it's going to depend on how they dealt with this. And they immediately took some action. However, there have been new revelations regarding uh, the ownership of Liberty Safe and and uh, this evidently being some liberal activist and so forth that, that could also play into the landscape. Now, if you don't know the backstory, it was earlier this week, Liberty Safe, which, you know, I think it's fair to say markets itself to some degree as a culture. Uh, I mean, heck, Liberty is in the title. So it's not simply about the hardware that you're purchasing, but a culture of Second Amendment and, and Liberty and so forth. And there was this proactive announcement they made that they turned over to the FBI a code to get into the safe of an American citizen who was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And the Biden administration is still rounding up Trump supporters across the country. And this was done recently. And there was a warrant, evidently not specifically for the safe, but just a warrant to search the Trump supporters' home. And they contacted Liberty Safe saying, hey, we have a warrant for the home. We want access to this safe. And they gave them access to the safe. They had a code number that they were able to give as a company 
to the FBI, and then they were able to get into the safe. As you can imagine, this was quite alarming to a lot of people. There were other safe companies, one in particular, that said, hey, that ain't how we operate. The only way that we will ever turn that information over is if we, if it is a search warrant specifically for us and specifically for the safe, or if a court tells us we have to. But if it's a warrant for someone's home and they're like, hey, the safe's in the home, we want you to let us into it, we ain't doing that. So that was a real distinction between Liberty Safe's handling of it versus what some others have said. And so the inference a lot of people got from that is Liberty Safe didn't do everything they could in order to protect this person's liberty. So the latest developments in that um, here in just a couple of moments. I want to go ahead and before we get to the weather as well, jump over and get the latest news update. Good morning. I'm Color 10's Jesse Inman. Here's a look at what's making news on your Friday. A sentencing hearing will be held today for a man convicted of killing a Clinton police officer in 2017. Ian James McCarthy was found guilty of first-degree murder in the death of Officer Gary Michael during a traffic stop. After being pulled over, McCarthy got out of his car and began shooting at officers with a rifle. Lane shifts will begin soon along James River Freeway near Campbell. MoDOT has temporarily restriped and narrowed down lanes in both directions, so work can begin on expanding the overpass at the interchange. It's all part of the ongoing widening project between National and Kansas Expressway, set to be done by next November. And the Chiefs drop their season opener to the Lions 21-20. to For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. Uh, yes, I'm sure, I'm sure that verbiage was true. Chosen deliberately there. Uh, the first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Uh, mostly cloudy this morning. There's a slight chance you might see some more rain. I know we've seen some of that already for some of you. Um, sunny later on. A high today of 86. Clear 58 tonight. Sunny 83 tomorrow. Sunday sunny with a high of 84. Latest traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Streaming live, ksgf.com. Conveniently also to the KSGF app. It's very, very useful. It doesn't cost you anything. That's great, isn't it? Uh, I want to share with you what Deb had to say about garage experts. I've spent, gosh, over a year telling you about what Mark and, and Shelly and the crew did uh, with my garage, transforming it into a actual point of pride in my home. She said, our experience with garage experts was amazing. They came out, did our estimate quickly, professionally, scheduled our install, actually got out to do our entire lower-level floor sooner than expected. Jake and the team were amazing, very personable as well. They did a wonderful job with the application. They even patchworked and nail grinding. There were They were on time each day. Everyone was, or everything, rather, was cleaned up when they left. We were provided with all the information we needed to care for our floor. We highly recommend Garage Experts. The price, customer service was great. If we could give them more than five stars, we would. Thank you, Garage Experts. If you haven't seen the video of My Garage Transformation, just to get you a sense of, of what it can do for you, what they can do for you, if you go to our Facebook page, 1041 Nick Reed, under the videos, you can see it there. And, of course, get all their info under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Uh, Liberty Safe trying to get ahead a of what they anticipated astutely so, to be a potential 
devastating blow to their image, trying to avoid Bud Lighting themselves. There was, uh, uh, as the the Biden administration continues to round up political opposition, including citizens, and that includes people that were at the Capitol on January 6th that didn't do anything violent, didn't even commit acts of vandalism, but they will dispatch SWAT teams to their homes. And that was done recently to another Trump supporter who was in D.C. on January 6th. Upon entering their home, they noted there was a Liberty safe. They wanted in the Liberty safe. The warrant apparently did not specify. It wasn't for specifically the Liberty safe, but for the home. So they called Liberty safe and said, we want access to this. And Liberty safe gave them a code so that they could get into the safe. Liberty safe proactively let it be known that they did this. They said, but hey, we were just complying with a warrant suggesting that there really wasn't much choice in the matter. Many people said otherwise, including um, another safe company, whose name escapes me at this time, but that said, hey, that ain't what we do. Now, we'll comply if a warrant is specifically to us for the safe, or if a court says, hey, you've got to do this. But if, if one of our safes is in your home and they have a warrant for your home, and they want into that safe that they're not going to we're not just going to give that up liberty safe has announced some changes in policy they will now only comply with the feds or police if subpoenaed to do so and they have announced that customers can have their combinations removed from liberty safe's database Liberty Safe expanded the customer privacy policy. <laughs> excuse me. After it complied with a safe code request from the FBI in search of an alleged January 6th protester, uh, Liberty Safe, when it comes to the latter of those two differences, has noted, which and the, you know this is totally fair. Hey, if we do this, you got to understand. Like the reason that we have these codes, we keep these codes is in case you lock yourself out. Now, what a lot of customers have noted, though, when it comes to Liberty Safe, is that if one locks oneself out, Liberty Safe doesn't turn that information over anyhow. That their official policy says if you purchase that and you forget your code, you lock yourself out of your safe, then, and I don't have a Liberty Safe, so I, I, I'm basing this off of the information that's been provided through investigative journalism and interview with Liberty Safe customers and and the pouring over their their user agreements or their purchase agreements and it has been noted that if one locks oneself out calling liberty safe is not going to result in them getting that code that they are told hey just so you know you're going to have to hire a locksmith you're going to have to figure this out on your own That being said, Liberty Safe is is saying, hey, just so you know, if we don't keep access to this, then that means if you lock yourself out, then you're going to be on your own, which seems to be the situation anyhow. Now, I'm not sure how much, I don't know if you'd call that nitpicking. I think people at this point are very suspect of Liberty Safe, and they are paying very close, detailed attention to exactly what they're saying and exactly what that means.
The other aspect of this is now saying they'll only comply with the feds or police if they are subpoenaed, and that is according to post-millennial reports. So the back and forth at this point has Liberty Safe trying to be proactive in getting the work, getting ahead of it. Then you have people that are saying, uh-uh, I don't think so. Liberty Safe saying, okay, we'll change our policies. Now you have Turning Point USA founder Charlie Cook posting on Twitter FEC filings showing that Liberty Safe's parent company donated over $400,000 to gun control Democrats, posting Liberty Safe was sold to Monomoy Capital Partners in 2021, a liberal East Coast investment firm. He said, I pulled the FEC report on the company, found approximately $400,000 over the last 10 cycles of the maximum donations to Democrats like Raphael Warnack in Georgia, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Mandela Barnes in Wisconsin, and Mark Kelly in Arizona. He added Liberty Safe's current CEO, Justin Hildenbrand, was a founding partner of Monomy and donated $4,600 to Obama for America. Now, when it comes to donations and parent companies and such, that can oftentimes be a bit more nuanced than it may at first appear. I don't know whether that's the case here or not. Again, I'm not a customer of Liberty Safe. I'm not pro. I'm not anti-Liberty Safe. Just looking at it from every potential angle, a lot of times you will you'll have companies, these parent companies that they don't necessarily care so much. Um, Try to think how to best articulate this. They clearly care. Let's put it this way. You could have a liberal guy that has a liberal investment firm, and they are going to utilize whatever donations that they can, uh, whatever uh, uh, revenue they get, they're going to use that to make donations to their liberal causes. That's what liberals do, right? I mean, that's, that's what people do. But they may still in their company purchase up companies that for example are safe companies second amendment companies and they don't necessarily have the intent on destroying it or using it in order to erode people's second amendment rights now sometimes they do i mean we've seen oftentimes people that are liberals that'll go into companies that have absolutely no political component to them whatsoever and turn them into a political movement, Bud Light, Target, we could go down the list. So it does happen. It also isn't uncommon for companies to spread money around to politicians, largely for protection purposes. We look at companies oftentimes paying politicians, if you will, through donations, because they are wanting to, we think of it as, well, they're buying favors. Sometimes they're buying protection. Sometimes they, it's not about wanting any sort of special favors, but they recognize that government is so large, it's so overbearing, that at any given moment, if they want to, they can come in and completely destroy your business, completely destroy your livelihood, and they don't care. 
So how do you make them care? Well, you make donations to them. So, so you can at least hopefully have somebody in your corner. So you can, you know, your senator may not even be elig- uh, um, ideologically aligned with you, but you have the feds coming down or you hear that there's legislation that is pending or the White House might be making some move that is going to essentially destroy your industry, and you've made max donations to that Democrat U.S. senator, that at least you're probably going to get a phone call with that individual and, and maybe get a little bit of protection. So max donations oftentimes aren't necessarily trying to buy influence, but trying to buy protection. And sometimes it's some of both. Now, this, this isn't any sort of defense of Liberty Saves. I, I, it still seems a bit early at this point to completely cement into an understanding as to what motivations are here. Whether, you know, this is, and it could be, liberal guy founds a liberal investment firm and they have a safe company, and they couldn't wait to comply. Could not wait to comply. Get another one of those Trump supporters. But then realized the public backlash and thought, oh, we got to try to fix this a little bit. It could be that. Uh, it could just be Liberty Safe recognizing, hey, listen, maybe we, we, we could fight this thing. We could say, you know what, nope, that warrant doesn't cover us, sorry. But then at the same time, realizing that this administration is trying to put Trump attorneys in prison just for doing their job. I mean, one guy, Mark Meadows, they're trying to put him in prison just because he was the guy who set the appointments for Trump. For you know, a tr- Oh, you know, he's an appointment setter. And they're saying, well, but those appointments, uh, they were conspiring. You should have known better. So we're going to put you in prison. I, I mean, you, you, you can't help but it's, you know, at least recognize that some of these companies are dealing with the same sort of fear that we are. Now, is that where Liberty Safe and their decision makers are coming from? I don't know. It could have been just poor decision making. But ultimately, the one thing that you cannot blame the customer for is saying, eh, I don't think so. Liberty Safe's not for me any longer. I, you know, just whatever the reason, whatever the motivation, in the end, in the end, my, my liberty, my protection, all of that is the most important thing. My, my, my rights. And if they had an just something as benign as an error in judgment this time around maybe they will next time around as well so i you know it it's going to be interesting to see if this does slowly fade away if the if the moves that they made are going to be enough to make customers feel a little more secure and you know love the product love their safe and think well okay i think they re- learned from their mistakes i don't have anything to worry about or if this is going to make a substantial um, impact on the company. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. We got Darren Chappell coming up here in a couple of moments. Last week or the week before, Chris Stark joined us. 
Some of his friends in Europe gave him a call. They're, they've got an event, that, a commemorative event coming up, I believe, and they were looking for at least one American World War II vet uh, for an event. They reached out to Chris, and, and you said um, at the time they had just reached out to you, and so some of the details were a bit vague. You have more details on that, so let's have it. Well, yeah, it's... Uh it was actually a Dutch military intelligence guy that called me up and uh, also sent me a text. And they're looking for between six to eight World War II mm. veterans for a first-class round trip from Springfield, five-star hotel in Berlin. And I was sort of, I didn't have the, all the information, but it, it's going to occur on the November the 3rd to the 13th. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out what happened in Germany in that time period. And the thing that came to mind was that the armistice in World War One was signed on November the 11th, at the okay. 11th hour, the 11th right. day and all that. Well, um, I sent a text back to my Dutch intelligence guy. He said, no, the Berlin Wall fell on November the 9th okay. or something like that. All right. And uh, a few I, noteworthy events. Well, happened. I was actually on active duty at the Pentagon when that happened, uh, and uh, I I was staying at the Double Tree across the Beltway and just walked over to uh, to the Pentagon, and when I went in the the door for that particular entrance, they had a about a 15 foot by 10 foot block from the Berlin Wall with the graffiti still on yeah. it. So when you've got a powerful Air Force, you can haul that stuff over. But anyway, that's what it's about. Okay. The uh, uh, Some of the conditions are the veteran they're looking for had to serve in the European Theater of Operations. Got it. That's ETO is what you know they call it. But uh, can't be wheelchair bound. Okay. Um, they need a current passport. Got it. They need a doctor's certificate that they're fit to travel, mm-hmm. and uh, they everything's free. Meals are free. Banquets are free. They're going to be going to some banquets and ceremonies and this and that, and they're also going to take them to an NFL football game in oh, nice. Berlin. Uh, I didn't even know we played over there, but everybody except me seems to know that, <laughs> and I don't know what team it is, but uh, they're going to be treated like VIPs the whole time. Uh, everything's free, all the transportation. You know, it's not going to cost them a nickel, and, and it's it's round trip from Springfield. Uh, six to eight of them. I just need, right now, names okay. and addresses, and Sarah told me she'll set up a link on the on the website for you guys, and, and yes. uh, KSGF will be the clearinghouse for all of that. Yeah, and then we'll make sure that people do get in in contact with you. I was quickly trying to, let's see. So NFL announced five games for their international series. See if we could figure out which ones. Um, So that's the U.K. That's the U.K. That's the U.K. Is it uh, going to be uh, November 5th? Is that would it be in that? It'd be in that time frame. Yeah. Let's see. The other one would be November twelfth. So in November fifth, well, this would work out nicely if it was the November fifth game in Frankfurt Stadium, Frankfurt, Germany. Dolphins Chiefs will be playing, and then uh, if it is November twelfth, that would be the Colts and the Patriots. Where's that going to be? Same place. It's Frankfurt. the same. Yep. Same. Yeah. It's just a week later. Well, Frank- so it'll be one of those two. Frankfurt's not really next door to uh, um, Berlin, but I guess they 
they'll have bus transportation yeah, or something. One like way that. or another. So all right, excellent. Uh anybody that falls into those categories, not wheelchair bound, European theater, passport. Uh, five star. It's going to be a fantastic uh, event. And Definitely. A, and a note book. from the doctor says it's okay for because you, you got to figure out this is going to be like the 79th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, of the war, uh, and next year is the big one. They're going to have a lot of stuff over in Europe. I'm already we're already booking parachute jumps over there. Very cool. Yeah. The thing is, uh, we really appreciate KSGF staff. Absolutely. Yeah. So reach out. You can email me. You can. Um, the, the text line, um, American Transmissions, talk at text line 447-KSGF or call the station, and we'll make sure to get you connected up with Chris Stark. Good to see you, as always, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, you bet. Got Darren Chappell coming up in moments here from Scrambler's Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Now, yeah, I mean, so we have area power outages. Some areas got more wind than others. The first alert forecast, sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly cloudy this morning, slight chance to see, you know, continuing rain. Otherwise, a sunny day, 86 for high, 59 for a low tonight. Sunny, 83 tomorrow, and uh, Sunday, sunny with a high of 84. Darren Chappell, everyone. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, Chiefs lost, so there is that. Yeah, that was... it. There are games that I watch, and at some point, you get so aggravated. You're just like, I don't want to say you want them to continue, but you're just like, you deserve... I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. You get angry. Oh, I... Yeah. You're just like, come on. I take it really seriously. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just the odds of it. You ought to be catching some of this. Just the sheer odds of it. Yeah, well, I... You know, of course, I'm 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 no expert, but I think when the word receiver is in the title of your job, maybe it needs to be more specific. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, I was looking to see if I could find info about these power outages here, but I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I guess if you got one, you know it. Yeah, yeah, may not. Uh, you may be maybe in the dark. But a lot of people don't know yet. So, so what um, you you? I think we've talked about this before. When you're not in session, it's basically just vacation for you. You don't do anything. <laughs> what there, nothing are you doing this week? Yeah, there are a lot of people uh, in the house, I guess, who kind of treat it like that. <laughs> um, but that's not the way I do things. Um, no, I I have meetings every day and uh, do a lot of constituent work. You know, there's a, a lady who's been jerked around by the IRS and the Department of Revenue, and she's been working with uh, uh, Congressman Burleson for the feds and, and me for the state, and looks like we've got that corrected, you know. They just just try to help people as best you right. can and do, do whatever you can to uh, make things better for them. I have, because I've benefited from it, told numerous people, including the guy who does my hair, one point she was having an issue and it had to do with the name of her business and all of a sudden some government agency comes in like well now you can't do and I, i'm like you need to you know i said i'm telling you one thing i've learned it, and people just it's a cliche politicians ain't good for nothing yes they are they you know whenever you do have on a federal level a passport issue people have no idea 
with, if you have a passport, pro- call your call your congressman. Yeah, call and- your congressman if you have a passport issue. Uh, Billy Long, he used to all the time. Every time we had Great Escape coming up, he would always send me a text and just make sure your people, you know, if, yeah. if somebody has a passport issue, call my office. They'll take care of it for you. Um, and that's and and uh, I've had DMV issues. I've had other issues on a state level where I've contacted my state rep and and at the very least they've known where to guide me because sometimes that's the thing people just don't know what to do. And I I think that. Unless, if you're not aware of it, you don't even think to do that. You don't even think to go and call your your state rep, your state senator, your congressperson for some of those issues. Yeah. And then there's there's issues that are more serious. Um, I think I said on the show once before, but I I, I know a guy who's been con- yes. who, who, who He's in prison for a rape that he didn't commit. Jeez. I mean, the victim has written a, the, the proposed victim has written a letter saying hey this didn't happen <laughs> and you know it, and you would think that that would be justice right yeah that, you know and there's I, I i understand that sometimes witnesses are coerced into writing right? those letters you know uh threatened by someone uh so i i understand mm-hmm. checking it out right i do but, well sure it seems to me as if oftentimes it, 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 there's a, a desire to not even check it out. Yeah. Like, well, nope, our system works. Yeah. And so that's it. And I, some of it may be arrogance. Some of it is the fear, I believe, that, well, this is going to open the floodgates. If in my jurisdiction I'm seen as somebody that is willing to uh, say, oh, okay, uh, and if it appears as if, you know, that that oh I'm the guy or gal that you go to if you want to get out of prison then it you know it's just going to open up the floodgates yeah. so I, I understand the reasons that oftentimes there is that unwillingness to look into it but man yeah but when you've got uh, when you've got prison staff that are actively not just trying to make sure that people who have been convicted of a crime do their time but they're trying to mess them over in the process yeah. like telling gangs that, that you know that this guy that, that this guy this guy's a rapist and implying that it might be a child crime right you know which is furthest thing from the truth and it wasn't even rape uh but then the gangs try to kill this guy see i think that if somebody is found to have done that in a position of authority or power they should go away for a very very long time yeah, I, yeah. and i've long felt that you know, we have these scenarios where you will have prosecutors or you'll have a person that is in authority as a witness, and it turns out that they hid evidence, mm-hmm. um, that they they knowingly did things that weren't legal in order to get the conviction. And I think that if you're in a position of power and you do that, and you should, you know, you're charged and you get your day in court... But if you're found guilty, you your punishment should be twice the punishment of what that person would have served if you had been successful in. Because I, it's just having that power. That power it is, it is so powerful, and with it comes this default um, acceptance that well, this person's telling the truth. You know, we yeah. and this person's a criminal, and and of course they're gonna. You know, they all say that they're innocent. 
And it, it there's just seems to be no punishment for those people, no repercussions whatsoever. And I think they know that. No doubt. And you know, I went to uh, I went to the prison and uh, visited this individual. Um, and while I was in there, I saw a lot of people visiting their families, and there were little kids in there seeing their dad. And you know. I have no doubt that the vast majority of them right. deserve to be yeah. there for some, but it just it just occurred to me while I was sitting there waiting on it, how many, the odds are that not everybody deserves to be there the way yeah. that the way that they are. Right. You know, somebody else, this isn't the only guy. Uh, so how many people are serving time in there and they don't have access to a state rep? Right. To fight for right, them. Right, yeah. You know? It's got to be just an unbelievably difficult thing to have to wake up every morning and know that today, yet again, right. I'm going to go through a day of no justice. Yeah. Darren Chappell with us. We're going to take a break. I've always, and I've, I've long said this, talking about the double punishment for people in power, but I also believe if you falsely accuse somebody of something, that, and, and if you are, again, you get your day in court, but you should have to serve if you're found guilty the punishment that they would have served. Yeah, knowing, you, knowing, yeah, knowing, not, knowing not mistaken identity. No, 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 no. I'm talking about yeah. if, it, if it is if it is proven that you deliberately and maliciously lied because you wanted to get this person yeah. or whatever, then you should, you know, that you should serve their time that yeah. they would have because yeah. it just seems like these you know, th- there are no consequences for these things that and people don't fear no it, it's just it really really frustrates me yeah so. well i'm i'm a law and order guy yeah i think criminals ought to be oh yeah absolutely but absolutely we ought to make sure they're actually criminals first yes <laughs> you well, know, I'm definitely not, i'm funny about that darren chapel with us more in moments i'm nick reed you're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Aaron Chapel here this morning. Uh, maybe something a little more uplifting. <laughs> Dude, really brought me down this morning. <laughs> right? I, I began the spiraling descent, I guess. So, so we're going into a veto session this coming week. So we're, we're, we're going up to Jeff City on the 12th. We've got some stuff. Uh, some internal caucus decisions to make on the 12th and then the 13th the constitution requires that we come back and consider the vetoes of the governor and uh, I, I, I don't know that we're going to override any of the governor's vetoes um, but are there any that you would like to see oh yeah well there's two areas one is and we may the house may get this done I just don't know what the senate's going to do um, on uh, pay for highway patrol. You know, we're losing officers left and right like everybody else, and troopers are no exception. Um, so the ability to attract those individuals we have to have uh, to keep the highway safe and, and not just writing tickets. Um, I mean, you, if, you're, if you're broken down and a trooper is coming by, they're, they're coming by to help. You know, uh, so I mean, there's there's a lot of things that uh, that the Highway Patrol does that are important for the state. It's an actual role of government, so there's that. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of what we spend money on is not even the role of government. Um, so I, I I suspect we're going to try to override that veto. I'm not sure why the governor vetoed it in the first place. 
Uh, I would override the veto on the infrastructure. It's less than $60 million, which sounds like an awful lot of money, and it is. But they passed $2 billion for I-70, and the governor signed that without batting an eye. And I say they because it was entirely the Senate. The House, we, we got the budget back on the last day the Constitution allows with 55 minutes left. You can't you can't even right. read a budget in 55 minutes, let alone debate it. And so it passed, and uh, and the governor signed that and didn't think twice. So if we've got two billion dollars for I-70, why are we cutting off the 28 million dollars for the I-44 project? You know, and there's other projects around the state that also need attention. And again, this is a legitimate function of government. Right. So. Yeah, those frustrate me. Okay. The rest of it, I, I yeah, don't spend the money. I'm all about it. Uh, we're going to get another quick traffic update and continue on here from Scramblers this morning. Streaming live, KSGF.com, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. 447-KSGF. More in moments. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. we got... Uh, Tom Martz in the upcoming hour. Darren Chapel with us now. Anything else on your plate? Did you want to talk? You know, I guess today uh, uh, there's going to be an announcement from State Senator Bill Igel. He was on the show yesterday. Yeah. Not officially saying what he was going to officially announce. Can't imagine what it is. Yeah. I, w- I, I was <laughs> laughing. There was a St. Louis Post-Dispatch story about him last week and, you know, him raising money and so forth and the whole thing made it sound like he was a shady character and people didn't even know what they were donating to but the picture that they used in it did you see it yeah yeah. Uh, it it looks like he's go he's just laughing these idiots (laughs) what are you gonna do it's so fun i mean it's sad that that you have a paper like the st louis post dispatch that has demeaned itself to the point of mockery but nonetheless well that's what they've done yeah they've embraced it um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's been a busy week. I was in St. Louis uh, Wednesday night. Didn't get home till two. Uh, just been busy all this week. But today I'm I'm uh, today I'm uh, speaking for the uh, senior center mm-hmm. in Fairgrove. Okay. So if you're in in the northern part of my district, there in Fairgrove, uh, I come by the senior center and give a legislative update. Talk about what's, whoop it what's, up. Yeah, what's coming next? Raise next the session. roof. I'm sure that we have some Salisbury steak. Yeah, I need some coffee between now and then, though. Oh, that's, that's a lot of uh, travel. Do you like those drives? Some people enjoy it. They say, "Oh, it gives me time to think and decompress." I didn't like. I don't. I don't like going as far as St. Louis, uh, but well, I love being in St. Louis. I, I man, I hate that driving traffic. I mean, it's hard for me. My, uh, my, my temperament does not allow. Or that kind of stupidity. If somebody asks you how long it takes to drive to St. Louis, what's your instinct, your answer? Three, three and a half, depending on what part of St. Louis. Yeah, that's that's me too. I I don't know. It always seems like people underestimate how long it gets there or it takes to get there. I've had people, oh, it only takes like two and a half hours. I'm like, I do not think that's right. Yeah. Well, depending on how fast you're driving, sure. That's true. But uh, no, I enjoy being out in the district and I I enjoy talking to people. and getting getting their input I, I want them to know that there are people who are working for them and uh, I, I when i ran i promised to do certain things uh, mostly uh, try to stop the stupid as much as i could 
I want him to know I kept my promise. So. So you did stop the stupid? I'm the only person in the entirety of the house who actually cut the budget this year. $93 million. And well, so, that's a very encouraging thing to think about, knowing that Missouri is run completely by Republicans. <laughs> Yet man, you're the only one that actually put, that actually cut the budget. I, yeah. That, well, I mean, it's a sad commentary. It's a budget issue. I mean, a lot of people don't understand how the budget actually works. No. And so, um, but I'm not done. We're going to get some more money this session. So. All right. Well, listen, appreciate coming by. I know it's early, but no, uh, it's my privilege. Like having you come on and update everyone as to what's going on, Darren Chapel, everyone. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Have a fantastic weekend. Continuing on, we will have Tom Martz coming up. Don't forget, uh, we do have that half price deal coming up at 10 a.m. Local for less. Cabos Bonitos Grill and Cantina at 10 a.m. Uh, you're going to get $25 gift card for only $12.50, and that is at ksgf.com. At 10 o'clock this morning, news coming up in 60 seconds from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed.